The World Cup, on off the ball, covering the good, the bad, and, well, the ugly of what's happening in Qatar. Neymar can push the ball between your legs because he just sees things. Subscribe to the OTB Football Podcast feed now. The OTB Brief with Deliveroo. Food, we get it. Good morning, we hope you're well. It's Friday the 2nd of December. I'm John Duggan and this is the OTB World Cup Brief with Deliveroo as we bring you all the latest from Qatar. That was edge of the seat stuff, wasn't it, last night, folks? In Group E, Germany knocked out of the World Cup for the second tournament in a row at the group stage. Japan, shock winners of Group E, Spain qualifying over Germany on goal difference. So Japan 2, Spain 1, Spain cruising at halftime, Alvaro Morata's goal putting them into that lead. And then inspired substitutions from Japan. Richard Duan coming off the bench, scoring in the first few minutes of the second half. And then Ao Tanaka getting the second goal set up by Karo Matoma in the 51st minute. And there was huge controversy about that because it looked like the ball had gone out of play before it was crossed into uh, the goalmouth area for Tanaka to score. But VAR decided after a couple of minutes that the whole of the ball wasn't over the line from their camera angles. So very controversial. There's only goal line technology. There's not technology around the line between the corner flag and the goal. That's why there's such controversy that it's seen as a subjective decision, which could knock Germany out of the World Cup, which is exactly what happened. The FIFA rule is uh, number nine of 17 in the laws of the game. Uh, The ball is out of play when it's wholly crossed the goal line or touch line, whether on the ground or in the air. So this relates to the curvature of the ball. You're seeing different types of angles, some showing it out, some showing it in. And it's almost like 1966 and Jeff Hurst controversial. So Japan benefited. It happened in Germany's favour in 2010. Remember when Frank Lampard's effort was definitely a goal, but it wasn't given at the time. And uh, Germany went through that year. But Germany are out. I think they've got only themselves to blame for the fact that they were cruising against Japan in the opening match. And then Japan rallied and won that game 2-1. That put Germany in the back foot. They could only draw against Spain. They beat Costa Rica 4-2 last night. But you'd have to think that Hansi Flick's position is under real threat now as Germany manager. For Japan... Just brilliant stuff. Great energy, as always. They hit Spain on the counter. They had only 18% possession. Uh, they had less shots in target. And Spain were unable to up the tempo once they went behind. Unai Simon, their goalkeeper, did not play well. And now Spain are into a part of the draw that sees them potentially playing, if they can overcome Morocco. Uh, Portugal, and either one of France or England, they're going to avoid Brazil and Argentina in the other side of the group. But... If you're looking to get your money on Spain, well, they've got a rally from that because it's a bit like four years ago when they passed the ball around the roundabout a thousand times against Russia and ended up losing on penalties. The tic-a-tac is lovely, but there has to be an end product to that and there has to be a energy and a conviction to that, as there was in 2010 when they did win the World Cup. And they still have got things to do and things to sort out because it's all beautiful. But when you're meeting a team... Uh, like Japan that can actually press you and push you and make you question yourself then it's not as uh, free-flowing as it could be. So Japan 2, Spain 1 and Germany 4, Costa Rica 2 Kai Havertz scoring twice. There was a moment when Costa Rica were 2-1 up and for 3 minutes Germany and Spain were going out of the World Cup at the end of the day it was Germany that did go out and Thomas Muller indicating after the game that that could be it uh, the World Cup winner of 2014 but some fall for Germany 8 years ago world champions Losing in the group stage in Russia and now losing in the group stage in Qatar. 
Belgium, the golden generation, we can maybe retire that phrase as well. They're also out of the World Cup, a goalless draw with Croatia, not enough because they lost to Morocco in the previous round, Belgium. And once again, you can't really say much about it. Uh, Romelu Lukaku leaving the field in tears and being angry uh, after the game. Like he had about four or five chances to score and he just was too rusty. Uh, his positioning wasn't great and you really can't blame him. You can only blame Belgium. They only scored one goal from three games. The game they won, they were lucky to win against Canada. They'd only scored one goal from 34 shots in those three matches. And they're an aging team. There seems to be issues in the camp. Kevin De Bruyne, uh, the captain yesterday, um, you know, reported to say that they were too old. I think that caused some consternation. And when players and managers are denying things, that's never a good sign. And Roberto Martinez uh, resigned after the game, like his contract had been up until the end of this World Cup. And it was on the cards, the way he was speaking before the match, that um, he was going to quit. 2016 is when he took over. Belgium were... For three and a half years, the number one ranked side in the world, uh, but they never reached a major final. Uh, third place in Russia four years ago. Um, not much talk about Croatia, actually, who had an inspired performance from the 20-year-old uh, Josko Vardio in the mask, the Iron Man in the mask, as it were, who'd be on the road to a big club soon, you'd have to think. Um, and Croatia were, once again, the finalists of four years ago. They're now going to play Japan in the last 16. That's on Monday. And Morocco and Spain will meet on Tuesday afternoon. So Belgium out of the World Cup. Morocco, top of the group, brilliant stuff. Only once before they reached the last 16, 1986. And now they'll play Spain. 2-1 win over Canada. Um, Hakim Ziyech with the first goal and Youssef uh, al Nezri with the second. Uh, he plays for Sevilla. And to be fair, Morocco have been brilliant. Energetic, uh, defensively very good. Have only conceded one goal, an own goal yesterday from Nayef Aguer. And yeah, you've got to say that they've deserved this. But like when you think about it, like Japan, Morocco have uh, overcome in the group the finalists from four years ago and the number two ranked team in the world. That's not too bad and deserved for their great support and their dedication to the game over many decades, Morocco, into the last 16 of the World Cup. So what have we got today? Well, the group's stage will be complete, groups um, G and H. So we'll now know the complexion by the end of the day of the last 16 of this World Cup. So Group H, the matches are the first up at 3 o'clock. Portugal already through against South Korea. And Cristiano Ronaldo, the suspicion is he'll be rested. Portugal, it'll be hard to see them not topping the group, even if they lose, because Ghana have got an inferior goal difference of three. Um, South Korea and Uruguay are way off Portugal. So it's, it's set that Portugal be Group winners, Group H winners. So Ghana-Uruguay is the real game. That's the game with a lot of grudge uh, attached to it. 2010 is when Ghana and Uruguay met at the quarterfinals of the World Cup in South Africa. Uh, it was 1-1 and uh, Luis Suarez handled the ball on the line at the end of extra time. Ghana got a penalty. He was sent off and Asamoah Jan missed it. And then in the penalty shootout, which followed, Uruguay won that at the expense of Ghana. So Ghana have a lot of motivation today. Um, they only need a draw if South Korea don't win. Uruguay have to win this game. So when you think about Uruguay, um, they've scored no goals in the tournament. Ghana have scored five. Uh, Ghana have had less than 40% possession in their opening two matches. It hasn't mattered. Mohamed Koudis has really caught the eye. Are we going to see the real Darwin Nunez? Is he going to get enough of the ball? Because Uruguay have to be more adventurous than they have been because they need to win this game. For South Korea, it's going to be hard to see them do it. But you never know. Paolo Bento, former Portuguese international, um, is their manager. So we'll wait and see what happens there. And then in Group G at 7 o'clock, Brazil already through. 
The bigger news about Brazil ahead of the Cameroon game is that Neymar, their talisman, could miss the rest of the tournament. It's suspected he could have ankle ligament damage. He's not putting weight on the ankle at the moment. So he's not going to be around for the time being if Brazil progress through this competition. They're already through, as I said, to the last 16. They're likely to be group winners this evening. The game that really has more on it is Switzerland against Serbia. Serbia have to win again. Never got out of a group stage uh, since the collapse of the Yugoslavian state. Uh, Switzerland will know that a draw will be enough if Cameroon don't win. And the Swiss beat Serbia in this group stage four years ago. Caused controversy at the time, Jardin Chichiri and uh, Granat Xhaka, you know, making political gestures. But that's the interesting game. The Swiss have been very good defensively. Um, you know, Serbia have shipped, when I'm looking at this, 17 shots on target in two matches. They've conceded five goals as Switzerland have scored one and they've conceded one. They're defensively solid under Murray Akin. You probably would think that Switzerland will have enough to come through that. But Serbia are good up front. The OTB World Cup brief in partnership with Deliveroo. Delivering matchday meal deals throughout the World Cup. Deliveroo. Food. We get it. So, the last 16, it looks like this. The Netherlands against the USA tomorrow at 3. Argentina, Australia tomorrow at 7. France, Poland Sunday at 3. England, Senegal Sunday at 7. Japan, Croatia, Monday at 3. Probably Brazil against another team on Monday at 7. Morocco, Spain, Tuesday at 3. And then Portugal against another team on Tuesday at 7. That's how it's looking. Hope you enjoy the weekend's football. Don't forget our digital show, OTBAM at half 7 this morning across the uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter and all of those digital channels. And then we're on your radio from News Talk at 7 o'clock this evening. We're back with the next installment of the OTB World Cup Brief with Deliveroo. First thing on Monday morning. Enjoy the football, as I said, and we'll chat then. The OTB Brief with Deliveroo. Food, we get it.